everyone and welcome back to Rice and Shine. I'm Lauren. I'm Sophie. I'm Ava. And I'm Grace. Today we are talking about the extremely popular Squid Game and its impact on the media. So it's really trending right now and have we all seen it? I have and I thought it was really good. I'm one who really likes the dystopian style of Squid Game. I know that not everyone does so what did you guys think? Personally I'm a big fan of dystopian but um and I mean, I thought it was good, but uh, it wasn't my favorite. Like, everybody said it was, like, the best show ever. It's everybody's favorite show. And I didn't understand why. Because, like, yeah, it's good, but there's so many, like, loose ends that I want to know the answers to. But we can't yet. Maybe because there's, like, a season two coming out. I don't know. But it just kind of confused me. But I liked it. Like, it was good. <laughs> but, y- yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I-, I get what you mean. Um by the loose ends i think that's the reason why it's so popular like at the end the last episode if every single question was answered i don't think it would have left as big of an impact as it did um i personally thought it was pretty cool um i think it's great actually if anybody knows me personally they know that i cannot handle like any kind of violence or gory or bloody and you know, that kind of stuff. I can't handle that stuff at all. Um, so to a lot of people's surprise, I actually, <laughs> I finished it. Um, barely, I barely made it. Um, but yeah, I think it was worth it, to be honest. Um, rather than the gruesome fighting scenes and all the bloody-ness of the K-drama, I think what really impacted me was like the overall message and the acting and the storyline. I personally haven't watched it. I watched a recap on YouTube, and I thought the plot seemed really cool, so I might go and watch it when I have time. Yeah, I think that even just by reading the plot, it's really intriguing. It's interesting. And what I liked most about Squid Game is how it's kind of similar to Parasite. And before you attack me for saying, like, oh, you only think they're similar because they're both Korean, well... As a Korean, I feel like I have um, kind of a say in this. I think Squid Game and Parasite, they both talk about these social problems in Korea without directly addressing them. So it's not really a documentary about how, you know, like a ton of people are in debt. It's more of like this entertaining, um, at some points, comedic, interesting K-drama Uh, that kind of has this underlying story of, you know, there are major problems in South Korea. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I remember Grace posted on her story of this thing that was like an infographic, and it was like, Sebyeok, which is the one girl from Squid Game, is a North Korean defector. Here's what she went through in the show. Here's what real defectors are going through now, and here's how you can help. And so, if Grace, if you still have that, I think we can link that in the description for this episode. But anything, or do you want to expand on that? It's actually from an Instagram account called Liberty in North Korea. And I actually have the infographic pulled up right now. Um, And it just goes through um, all the details of what probably happened to this character. And I think it's really interesting how even though none of this stuff is, again, direct, it's not directly addressed, 
you still you still kind of get the message and the ideas behind it i don't know like personally i don't know how i feel about you know like all the violent scenes and stuff it's kind of hard to watch but i think it's really entertaining and i think it's interesting how like once a year there's always that like one thing that just absolutely breaks the internet and like this year or i guess this time of the year it's squid game so i was really happy to see it trending yeah and ava since you haven't fully seen it um and it's trending like if you've been online you've seen it around like what do you know about it like what sense are you getting just from only having the like social media and news interface of it i know like when i was at like a couple weeks ago I, almost everyone I knew was talking about it. Like, I had a lot of friends be like, oh, you should definitely watch it. Like, it's the best show I've ever watched. It's amazing. And, like, even while I was, like, browsing Instagram one day, like, a lot of artists, since I'm sort of on the art side of Instagram, have been drawing characters, and I see, like, a post, like, every single day about it. So I think it's really interesting how far it's, like, reached and, like, how popular it's gotten. I remember, I think it was... 2019 when crash landing on you came out do you guys remember that what a good show oh my gosh it's such a good show um and when crash landing on you came out it was like the show right and everybody was talking about it it was all over tiktok it was literally trending i'm pretty sure at one point it, it must have been number one on netflix it was this huge huge deal And I was like, wow, Korea is really getting all the representation right now. I'm so happy. And then like a year, maybe like two years later, Squid Game comes out and it just reaches far beyond what uh, Crash Landing on You and its audience reached. Yeah, I think um, when it comes to like Korean media in the U.S., there's like a good side and like a bad side. And I think I talked about this with you guys earlier, but um, the good thing is like, oh my gosh, people are finally recognizing Korea for like its media and all the cool things about it. And it's getting like popular, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, no, no. It is. It does make sense. And it is getting popular. And it's not just like Korean TV shows. You see a lot of Korean skincare, you know, trending all the time. I remember, like, I walked into Ulta, and there was, like, a Korean skincare section with all the Korean skincare brands, and I was like, wow, I can't believe this is a thing. Um, There's also, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of other things. Like, Korean fashion is becoming a big thing. Like, if you search up Korean fashion on Pinterest, you know, you don't get just, like, (laughs) random pictures of Korean people. You get, like, this entire niche, this aesthetic. Um... And most people, if you say Korean fashion, they know what you're talking about. And I think that's so cool. Yeah. But then, of course, there's the bad side of it. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to do another episode specifically on this topic. But I wanted to talk about, like, the spike in fetishization of Asians. It's okay. You got it. You got it. (laughs) After Squid Game came out, because um, when I scroll on TikTok, um, I see, like, I don't know, girls like doing dances and they just happen to be Asian. And then you scroll into the comments and it's like, oh, my God, I love Asians because of Squid Game. It sounds like a joke when I say it, but it like really isn't like I've seen so many comments like that. And I didn't even know people actually thought like that. And it was like kind of a wake up call. It was 
really interesting to see, like with my own eyes. So pretty much any time something foreign gets really big in the Western world, it seems like it's used against people. And it like, people are always like, oh, you look like a K-pop idol or, oh, you look like an anime character, like that whole thing. And it just pushes the, like, all Asians look the same rhetoric. And that's just something we've seen. So there definitely is a really good side to um, Squid Game getting really big in the U.S. and in the, pretty much the entire world. But there also is that downside of, you know, how people will use it against each other. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, stereotypes that are reinforced by those kind of comments where they're, like, just now being like, oh, my God, wait, why are Koreans not ugly? It's because of Squid Game! <laughs> like, it just yeah. freaks me out. No, that's actually so funny because we've probably covered this in an episode because, guys, come on, we cover everything. Um, but the fox eye trend. Oh, my I remember. Gosh. I do remember talking yeah. about that. It was, like, this huge thing on TikTok. My eyes are not a trend. And, yeah, facts. My eyes are not a trend. For real. Yeah, I remember, like, growing up, I always, always, always got made fun of. I remember, like, one kid was like, can you even see? Um, Some other kid was like, your face looks like it's, like, sunken in. Like, your features are so, like... You know, and you get all of these comments. So over time, it's kind of like internalized that you're not attractive. And all of a sudden, with this boom in um, Korean celebrities and K-dramas and K-pop, suddenly, I'm pretty. Like, thanks, guys. (laughs) But, like, not thanks at the same time. Because, come on, it's pretty messed up. I know. They act like there's only, like, (laughs) one look that a Korean can have, and it's sebyeok. And they're always bringing it up over and over again. Like, not everybody looks like her. That's literally not a thing. It's so weird. So for a little bit of background, um, my mom has naturally curly hair. And she is 100% South Korean. And curly hair is not very common in South Koreans, but it's definitely a thing. She has natural textured curly hair. And... It may be a surprise, but it's true. Um, I didn't inherit those genes, so I just have, like, your your normal straight black hair. But anyway, I remember there's this one model on TikTok. She's, like, one of the most famous Korean models. And she did a shoot where they, like, crimped her hair. And so she had this, you know, very beautiful, uh, fluffy... Um, you know curly hair with like a lot of body and immediately you go into the comment section comment section and you just see all these comments saying like oh this is this you know this is wrong you shouldn't be doing this blah 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 blah. and then you see all the other comments that are like you know you guys should know that not all koreans have straight hair some koreans have curly hair and there was just so much arguing in the comments and i feel like I don't know how to describe it. I feel like even though I am so, so prideful of the fact that K-pop and K-dramas have become um, just a thing in general in the U.S., part of me is kind of like, ugh, because there are these like connotations and stereotypes and even something as simple as hair is kind of like, um, you're kind of put into this category. You know what I mean? Like, if you're Asian, you must have straight black hair that even something as simple as that like 
I don't know. It's just kind of, ugh. I know that was a pretty big negativity dump on what we've seen online in correlation to Squid Game and the K-Wave and all that. But there's been a lot of good coming out of it, too, I think. Like, since it's so popular, it's so easy to find so many artists or, like, even, like, chefs. Like, all these, like, artisans making things about Squid Game. And I think it's, like, almost uniting because all these people are really interested in this show and it's bringing them together. Even if it's just as simple as, like, an Instagram hashtag, you have people from, like, all over the world showing off their art, showing off whatever they do. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of that on TikTok. Um, I forgot what it's called, but there's... I know Grace knows what it's called. It's, like, something... Tar- what is it? Um, it's called Taigona Candy. Um, you could just call it Dalgona. <laughs> Yeah. So Dalgo. <laughs> so there's that um, sugar candy um, that has been just going bonkers. <laughs> okay, let me try that again. So there's that like sugar candy that has been going viral all over TikTok because um, in one episode of Squid Game, one of the challenges they had to do was carve out a piece of this candy. Um, So, yeah, I've been seeing people all over TikTok, like, recreating the recipe. Like, each time I scroll, I see, like, a new one. And it's kind of cool because it looks just like the ones in the TV show, which I guess is the point or something. But, (laughs) yeah, I think it's really cool that all of a sudden this, like, part of Korean culture is becoming popular because of this show. And now people are trying, like, Korean foods. Um, Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I don't know if you guys remember... In the beginning of quarantine, whipped coffee was a huge thing. And it was like um, one tablespoon of instant coffee mix, one tablespoon of white sugar, and then one tablespoon of hot water. And you like whisk it all together. And it creates this like fluffy um, sort of thing that you put into like a glass of milk. And you just stir it around and... It's this, like, nice little iced coffee thing, and it's not practical at all, but it was a huge trend, and that's the same Taiguna. Basically. Yeah, so that Taiguna coffee is now the Taiguna candy, so it's coming full circle, guys. Um, Ironically, I was just scrolling, and um, I was, like, looking at art and stuff, and a Squid Game art came up just now. And Ava, we know you're a big part of the art world. So is there a Squid Game piece in the future for you? And actually, that was a really bad question. That was a good question. No, I mean, I'd be interested in doing, like, art of the characters. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. Like, maybe while I'm watching, I can, like, sketch. Yeah, I've seen so many people do, like, character studies, Mm -hmm. which is so interesting because there is really so much emotion expressed in that show. Yeah. And there's so much anger and sadness and joy like the entire range of emotions and I think that's a really cool thing to see as like a film enjoyer I suppose but like someone who also like is interested in the process of making movies someone who appreciates art and good acting like I think that was really skillful but kind of back on track of like the art of squid game it's really interesting to see because there are so many different art styles that I've seen people use. There's, like, realism. There's, like, abstract. Like, it's so interesting how people can have such different interpretations 
of the same sort of media. So I think kind of off of that note, what were your guys' like main takeaways from the show? Um, I think one of the biggest parts that caught my attention was how they got into the squid game and then they were like, oh my god, this is awful. Like, this is not morally correct. We all want to leave. And then they left and then they were like, wait, it's not much better out here, is it? And then they went back. They like willingly put themselves back when they knew what it would be. And I feel like it sh- it showed poverty. <laughs> poverty? <laughs> I think it it says something about that because it's like, wow, you could die in here, but is dying really much worse than what I'm going through out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. This entire conversation about poverty and debt and, you know, we see a little bit of gambling addictions and then from one character we see, like, what's it like being a foreigner in Korea, being a foreign worker in Korea, um, and then obviously we touched on this earlier, what it's like to, I don't know, be somebody from North Korea who escaped uh, to find a better life in South Korea. And there's so many different backgrounds and stories, and I feel like if we wanted to, we can literally talk about all of them. I think the characters and the acting were really a big part of it because, like, there has been memes going around on the internet on how the English dub of Squid Game is so bad and how, like, the lady will be, like, begging to go back and it's like, please help me, I miss my child. You know, and I think the acting of the show played such a big role. And I saw this one like behind the scenes thing that was like going around on Twitter or whatever. And the actor for Sebyok and the actor for Jiyoung, I believe, were having the one marble scene. And they were actually crying, like full up tears being shed. Scene was cut. They're still crying. And the actors, I think they really made it. Because it is such an intricate storyline, and if one person were to go and not, if one person were to go and underperform, I think the whole thing would have just tanked. Right, the marble scene. I think that was also really, really interesting. I just got chills thinking about it. I actually cried Damn. really hard when I watched Classic that scene. Classic Sophie. It was so touching. <laughs> it was so touching. Was. Murder. Yeah, literally. Okay. Because that girl. The way she was so selfless was pretty um, touching, and it, like, made me wonder what I would do, because realistically, we're all like, yeah, of course, like, if I were, if I had to choose my life or, like, some stranger, I'd obviously choose the stranger because I'm such a good person, but no. <laughs> like, you're you're joking if you say that, because it's actually, like, really difficult to make that decision if you think about it, and I thought it was, like, really cool to show such a young girl being so brave and I think it puts women and girls in like a better light Mm -hmm. than we have been in previous media yeah 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 girls supporting girls basically I don't know it's kind of hard to see or hard to watch those kind of scenes because the interesting thing about squid game is you know, throughout the TV show, you're just kind of like, wouldn't it be so nice if there was a plot twist and actually all of our favorite characters got to live and they got all of this money and they all got to live lavish lives with their families and they, you know, wouldn't, you know, go into debt again and wouldn't that be so nice? 
But we all know that that's not going to happen. And I feel like that parallels so perfectly with our lives, like the real world. Um, It's like, yeah, you see all of these things on TV about like, you know, people like getting money and winning the lottery. And we always wish like, oh, I wish this billionaire could just like die and split all of his money among us then you know <laughs> what we think that okay hey, maybe i'm the only Whoa. one um and you just kind of have those like fantasies but the reality is that you know that that can't happen off the note of like us thinking about like what we would do if we were in squid game which character do you think each of us is because i think Ava is definitely sangwoo i believe is his name and he's the guy Who's the one who graduated from the one university? Yeah. With the glasses. Wait, the one who, like, sabotaged? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's definite. I'm just kidding. It, <laughs> INTJ traits only, Ava. Come on. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I mean, out of all of us, she would be the most likely. Because she's smart. Yeah. And she wants to win. <laughs> oh, my yes. God. Driven. Smart. INTJ. Murder. Green. Yeah. Wait, Sophie, what's that one song? We're hungry. Oh, Yeah. It's about drive. It's about <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. Oh, not today. My gosh. Um, but yeah, I think Ava's definitely that one character. <laughs> Honestly, I forgot most of their names. Ava. I feel like I would be... Mm, actually, it's tough. I would say the grandpa. But then <laughs> that... He's the mastermind. Oh, wait, yeah, no. but he ended up being the mastermind. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, Ava would be the grandpa. No, no, no. Oh, oh my... Okay, Actually, so we always make fun of Ava because the four of us, we love Boba. And uh, one interesting thing about us, um, it's not that interesting, but we all <laughs> like different levels of sugar in our Boba. And Ava likes 30% or 15% no, or 0%. I didn't know that 0% was an option. So every time Ava brings up Boba, I'm just like, you grandma. so it makes perfect sense because a mastermind smart b old person tendencies (laughs) old person (laughs) tendencies whoa um c um money maker i guess i don't know but ava definitely the grandpa now lauren oh i feel like lauren would be oh actually no what (laughs) i have no clue who lauren would be i think Oh, wait. I have an idea for me. Okay, I have an idea for Lauren. I think personality-wise, there's there's not really a character that Lauren is similar to. Maybe, like, a good person. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I think she looks the most like the Zhebyok girl. Or... Anyway. Well, that would make sense. <laughs> Anyways, go. Um, I think she, Lauren looks most like her. Anyway. <laughs> That's weird because, as we all know, I'm pretty white passing. Green eyes. My hair is partially dyed purple. Um, Purple equals white. Yeah, basically. Like, come on. But I think Grace would be Ji Young, which is the girl who, like, sacrificed herself for Saviok. Or I could also see her being... I don't know. I feel like she could also be Sangwoo. Mm, Yeah. Uh, Place your guys' bets. Who is Grace? I think Grace. I would say the little girl, but then I'm thinking, would she really? The little, like Wait, the child of the main. Not character? the little girl. The the girl that saved Sebyeok. Oh, Ji Young. Yeah. If I feel like I'm gonna keep saying that, and it's literally gonna not be her name. I'm gonna it's look fine. that up. I literally don't know, but I 
I don't know. Either Grace would be her or she'd be um maybe the mom. <laughs> like uh I have no idea. The fish mom? No, the no, fish no, no, no. mom? Wait, who? She she's she'd be that girl with the curly hair who like is like trying to team up with um Oh, the, the crazy guy. woman. That's that's Grace. The crazy woman. Oh my god, she's yeah, 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 yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, we're gonna take a short break. Um, here's a word from our sponsors. We have sponsors? No, yeah. Sophie. Uh Okay, first of all, I would just like to say that I am not I am not the crazy. <laughs> she is that crazy girl yeah. because she would definitely like try to like team up with the guy by being like ah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Okay. Here's I mean, a short could. word from our sponsors. I just want to um, make a public service announcement. So I do not act or look or. Um, I am not similar to the character just mentioned in any way. Um, mm, yeah, she... yeah, sure. <laughs> you know what? Bye. <laughs> yeah, so Grace, definitely crazy lady. Um, as for Sophie, what do you think you are, Sophie? Um, I had an idea. I think I'm... I forgot his name. <laughs> oh! Ali? 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 I think I'm him. <laughs> And I will be explaining. That makes sense. I feel like you're you'd like trust people too much. No, because I trust Ava too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I trust, and then I'm gullible. Yeah, too naive. Okay, to yeah. be honest, um, the main character, I literally don't know any of their names, but the main character, I think he and Sophie are kind of similar because he's kind of like dull. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say goofy. <laughs> oh, that's the word. That's no. the word. That's good. <laughs> Wait, how is he goofy? No, because in his, like, picture, when they were signing them in or whatever, his yeah, picture, he yeah, was all yeah. smiling. Yeah. It was so cute. And I remember, he's not that gullible. Smart. He's not that hey. smart. I think he's just, like, really happy. Like, he's always in a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> I don't know. It just makes sense for yeah. you to be him, but also to be Ali. So. Yeah, because, number one, I'm naive. I'm gullible. I'm... I'm not the sharp. Hey! <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Guys, Sophie's smart. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think you're gullible, and I don't think you're naive at all. I think I you're like just. I think you're just happy. Like yeah, you're in a good cheerful. mood. You know what I mean? Like it's really rare to see Sophie go life, death, violence. <laughs> like it's really rare to see that side of Sophie. So that's why I think that she's the main character. Like he's a little too optimistic. Yeah. Uh. But I guess I just don't have a character. I, I'm that's I'm not facts for real, for real. On God, sheesh, bussin'. Okay, cut um, that out. <laughs> you better cut that out. Um, Did you really think I was gonna keep it in? Yeah. You would. You would. <laughs> Sophie's winkless, like. Okay, so the conclusion we've come to is Grace is the crazy I'm lady. Really shut up. <laughs> Sophie is the main character and or Ali. Um, Ava is grandpa. And or evil guy. Evil guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true. Um, and oh. me, um, to be determined. To be determined. I guess Maybe season, like season two. two. Yeah, season yeah, yeah. two. You better come through. So that was a little bit out of order because we started off um, with very deep topics of a little bit of cultural appropriation, 
a little splash of racism. <laughs> um, and we started to get a little bit more um, lighthearted towards the end where we had this fun little discussion about which Rice and Shine member would be which Squid Game character. So I hope you enjoyed our little banter about that. Yeah, we obviously had a lot of fun talking about this, but we just hit 2,000 downloads. Like, that's Woo! a really big deal. Yeah, Woo! let's Woo! go. That's, uh, so, like... We did good. Yeah, we did good. Very good. <laughs> so that might not seem like a big deal to, like, whoever's listening right now, but it's a pretty big deal to us. So we're giving ourselves a pat on the back today. And with Squid Game, like, as I was saying, we had a lot of fun talking about this. And we really did enjoy the show, and we're really happy to see it trending and to see Asians being appreciated and Korea being appreciated and the artistry of the show itself. So, once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for 2,000 downloads, and we will see you next time.